W270AF Murfreesboro, W263AI Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 818, you're listening to WGNS on this Tuesday morning. And this morning in studio, we have Trey Gwynn with the Rutherford County Library System. How are you this morning? I'm all right this morning. How are you? I am doing good. A little foggy and a little wet out there today. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, did, now, are you at the main library, the Lime Ball? Uh, well, I'm all over the place. Uh, I, uh, I We have an admin building that, that I have an office in, but... I spend a lot of time at the tech. I spend a lot of time over in Smyrna. Um, I'm, I'm uh, since part of my job is doing computer classes. I'm just kind of wherever those computer classes are. <laughs> so literally all over the place from yes. Eagleville to Smyrna. Yeah, we even. Yeah, you're exactly right. We just started doing. Uh, we're, we're not doing classes in Eagleville because it's. I, I don't, have you ever been to that branch? It's teeny have, tiny. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, since there's not room to do classes, we've started doing like uh, tech coaching where if you have an issue with your phone or something, you can just bring it in and I'll try to help you sort it out. Now, I, I know one of the cool things that was recently done or recently announced and you guys uh, gave away a lot of tablets. Yes. Uh, yes. How did all that go? Uh, it's great. Uh, we're actually, uh, yeah, you're talking about the Slate program, uh, which is just a, a name we pulled out of <laughs> thin air. I think I think we... we we liked that name and then we worked backwards to, uh, to come up with an acronym for it. But, uh, yeah, no, it was, um, it was paid for by a grant, uh, from the West end, uh, senior trust. And, uh, uh, there were tablets for senior citizens around the County. The vast majority of them went to, um, uh, assisted living homes. But then after that, we were able to give some out to individuals and that, that grant is just coming to an end. Everybody gets to, keep their tablet uh we'll still um you know uh, some of the some of the support stuff that we had in place that was paid for by the grant is coming to an end but uh but you know hopefully we've given people the tools to be able to use those tablets ongoing uh, because that's what the whole grant was for very cool it, it's neat when the local library system does things like that yeah. and you don't hear about programs like that in some of the other communities uh no well and you know and um you know, it's uh, it's an idea that other people have have toyed with, and we even kind of stole it. From, <laughs> we borrowed it. That's a better word for it <laughs> from uh, from uh, some uh, from a couple of different sources. Uh, a library out in Colorado, and um, there's a company that makes tablets similar to what we cobbled together. Um, but but yeah, we're really proud of that program, and um, I'm you know I'm I'm sad that it's ending, but I'm glad that we were able to help almost 200 seniors in in the in the county. Wow, that's great! Mm-hmm. Again, Trey Gwynn with us this morning from the Rutherford County Library System, and one of the new things that you've been working on is the new online filing catalog for the library. Tell sure. us more about that. Well, okay, and and. I, I cannot take credit at all for this. This is this is other people doing work. The our our um, 
our branch managers and our, our uh, uh, collections folk, but um, but I'm the person that's here today, so I get to talk about it. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we have a new online catalog that's coming up. Uh, it's called Aspen Discovery, and it's gonna it's gonna offer so many neat new features. Uh, uh, people are gonna be it's gonna it's gonna give you different ways to sort through our catalog, different ways to to uh, to interact with the catalog, uh, buttons that take you directly to the New York Times bestsellers uh you can make personal lists there you'll be able to sort by age level it's it's going to be a really powerful especially considering that the last online catalog system that we we installed was over 20 years ago now so you know a lot's changed since then um uh and you know it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a great new powerful tool for our patrons and we're super excited uh it it uh, it rolls out officially on Monday, so a week from yesterday, uh, the 26th. So um, will this new catalog system also be in the library itself? So when you go there, you uh, look up whatever book you're looking for on this new system? Yes, yeah. It's uh, it's actually part of a, 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 pretty, a much larger, not public-facing uh, 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 technology installation uh, that will uh, that will help our that will give our, our, our workers, uh, a whole bunch of new tools as well. Um, but, but yeah, the, the, the public facing stuff, um, uh, will be available at the library as well. It's pretty cool. T- technology has helped out in so many different areas and the library is one of those many areas mm-hmm. it has come in handy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, I, I, um, I think, I think we talk about this pretty regularly, uh, when I'm, when I'm here talking to you, when I'm here, you know, when I'm talking to people in the community, but um, you know, there's still a stigma with the library where people hear library and think books, and uh, the library's been more than that for a long time. Very long. Time. Uh, yeah, when I told my dad I was I was going to start working for the library, he was like, "But, but what are you going to do? You 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 know, you, you're not an expert on books or anything." I was like, "But there's so much more to it." <laughs> well, that's cool. And with this new online catalog. Can you see what library has what books? You know, whenever you're at home on the computer. Yes, and and um, and there will be integration with our online apps like Hoopla and Libby. Um, so if they're available on Hoopla and Libby in ebook or audiobook form, you can uh, you can check them out immediately from the from the catalog. Uh, you don't need to switch back and forth uh, like you've needed like between the apps like you have uh, uh, before. Now, what do some of those different apps actually offer? Well, so so Libby is more like a traditional library, uh, uh, ebooks, audiobooks, um, a few other things, but mostly ebooks and audiobooks. Hoopla, and then we have another one that we we don't talk enough about, or, or I don't, um, and that's uh, called Canopy. Uh, Hoopla is movies, TV shows, ebooks, audiobooks, comics, uh, uh, magazines, and then Canopy is is mostly uh, digi- um, uh, movies and television shows, uh, and all of that's available for free. All you need is a library card. And that's pretty cool. So you can download some of these old movies or yeah. shows. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, in in many ways it's not all that different from you know a Netflix or a Disney Plus. Just you know, it has it. It has a very specific collection on it, but it it streams just like those other things. So, do you watch it on your TV? You can, I, like a smart TV. Yeah. What do you, you ha- need? If you have a smart TV, you can uh, download uh, the Hoopla app or the Canopy app, and 
and just log in with your library card and watch on the TV. You know, whenever YouTube first came out, mm-hmm. I, I always thought, man, it'd be cool if I could watch this YouTube on my uh, TV at home. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, and now that's that's like the main place where people watch yeah. it, that or their phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's um it's amazing how much. Uh, all of that smart technology has gotten integrated into every little thing. I mean, you can you can get smart refrigerators and watch YouTube on your refrigerator <laughs> if you want it. I've, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. So with everything going on at the library, are, are you able to also actually view things like comic books or the New York Times online through the library system? Off the top of my head, I'm not sure about the New York Times, uh, but the but comic books absolutely. Like um, uh, Hoopla has a, a pretty extensive um, uh, graphic novel. That's like the official word term that we use. Although I use comic all the time, um, uh, because a lot of people don't know what graphic novels are. Um, uh, uh, we uh, Hoopla has a pretty extensive uh, comic book. Um, uh, collection um including like the big name you know dc marvel uh and and image and some of the other uh comic book publishers and then at the library how is this new system going to be put into place are you looking at downtime with computer systems yeah we're hoping there will be as little interruption to service as possible but this weekend during the actual transition there will be a couple of days where uh the online catalog won't be available um, uh, either on online or at our uh, at our branches as we transition, but um, uh, people will still be able to check things out. They'll still be able to use Hoopla and Libby. Uh, they just won't necessarily be able to do the searching that they've been able to do in the past. So, with the old system, are you able to simply take all the titles and everything off of that and download it to the new system? <laughs> yeah, I mean, with a uh, and again, you know, I, I want to give credit to the people that have actually been involved with that process, uh, like uh, Carol and Lauren, and you know, our um, and and our amazing staff. But um, the um, the it, it's it, you're you're right, you're absolutely right, but with a couple of <laughs> steps in the middle. <laughs> I, I can't imagine having to retype in every single book or something crazy like well, that. Well, th- thankfully, it's not quite that. Uh, like, you know, it, there, there can be a lot of transi- transferring, but, you know, also that's a good opportunity to clean up some of the me- metadata and stuff like that because, you know, you don't go through a process like this very often. Yeah, I, I would hope not. Yeah. That'd be a little rough on Yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> so w- with this downtime for the computer system, does that mean the library is going to completely shut down oh, over no. that time? No, absolutely not. No, uh, the library, you know, the library will still be open. Uh, you can still check stuff out. Um, uh, you just might notice that, like, the, um, the, the, the computers with the card catalogs might be either shut down or, or uh, covered up uh, just because they won't you won't be able to use them during the transition. So, so you might have to go back to the old school of just browsing the stacks to see what you want to uh, read. So is there still an, uh, really old system of, you know, like the, the library cards that you're looking at to figure out where the book is? <laughs> no, no, I, I wish there was just, uh, I mean, cause the nostalgia, of it, yeah, nostalgia <laughs> or, or, you know, I have, uh, I'm, I'm a historian by training. Uh, and so, and so I would love for that to still be around just, just because, uh, uh, just because of my personal, uh, predilection, but, but no, I, I those are long gone. Um, and, uh, 
I don't know if anybody has one of, you know, if, if some antique store out there has one of those old card catalogs, um, we're always thinking of fun ideas. I wish we'd stu- uh, kept one. I, you know, I, I've seen them before in antique stores mm-hmm. and, and man, they are selling for a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Usually. Uh, yeah, they're, they're super trendy. Anytime I'm flipping through one of my wife's, uh, like Southern living or something like that, every once in a while you'll see uh, one. That and, uh, old post office boxes, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the whole wall of them. I've seen those for sale yeah. as well. Pretty, pretty expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, cause there's not that many around. No, there's <laughs> yeah. really not. Yeah. So what all, I guess, what else does the library offer that is in your realm? Cause I know you talked about how in the past you teach or work with different classes mm-hmm. on uh, educating them sure. with computer skills. Yeah. And, and we, um, you know we're 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 still offering that we try to get the or i try to get the schedule out in uh quarterly chunks uh however we have a and we we won't be offering any classes in uh july that because we usually take july off because everybody's on vacation anyways uh attendance bottoms out so so we usually take july off but then starting in august we'll be offering stuff like um, Microsoft Word, Excel, uh, uh, PowerPoint, um, uh, basic computers, Android 101 and iPhone 101. Those are some of our most popular classes these days because there's, you know, there's an entire generation of people who uh, you can't buy a flip phone anymore. And so now they, ha- they have this smartphone in their pocket and uh, they've learned how to text and call, but that's it, you know. Do you still have some folks coming in who are, you know, younger than what you would uh, envision with a flip phone? And, and they're saying, you know, I, I still have not switched over to a smartphone. I don't know how to use it. Less and less. But every, but we st- still see some uh, one every once in a while. It's, you know, it's not the kind of person that you're necessarily talking about. But, you know, it, in the Slate program, we were in a bunch of assisted living homes, and I saw more flip phones <laughs> than I've seen in years at the assisted living homes. Yeah, I, and and like you were saying, I I don't even know if you can buy a flip phone anymore at all. Uh, you if you I think you can, but you have to jump through a lot of hoops because because <laughs> they don't make them any they don't make very many of them anymore. I, I bet because it's not five G. Most of them are much lower, like still three G. Even yeah, and then there's some. There's some weird, uh, like hybrid smartphone flip phones, uh, and there's some nice ones. Don't get me wrong, but there are also some that are the worst of both worlds. Like I don't know how anybody uses those things. <laughs> and then for folks who do do come in to learn how to use a smartphone for the first time, maybe it's to get on Facebook to see their grandkids. Sure. I don't know. Or, are they surprised at all the different things you can do with them? Oh, absolutely. Um, and. Uh, you know, and, and the funny thing is that, um, you know, I always ask at the beginning of class, uh, any of those classes, like uh, on a scale of one to 10, one being you know how to turn the phone on, that's it, and 10 being uh, you're a super power user. Um, I always ask every student that takes one of those classes where they find themselves on that scale. And uh, even the people that rate themselves five and up, I, I always find something that they didn't know about, you know, some yeah. some little thing uh, that completely changes the way they think about those devices. Are you finding it easier for those folks in, in that group to go to an iPhone or an Android? I, what, are, what are they telling you? I'm curious. I don't uh, I don't know the. Um, my, I'm an Android. I'm an Android user. Like I, I've been in the Android um, uh, ecosystem for a decade now, more than that. 
but but uh, I usually suggest that if someone's just getting started, uh, that they that they try out an iPhone first. Um, not not because it's better than Android, but because uh, Android's a little more customizable, which means that you can get into trouble quicker. Uh, you know, setting it up in a way that you can't fix it. Whereas iPhone is a little more locked down and you know, you can't put apps wherever you want to put them and stuff like that. Again, Trey Gwynn with us this morning from the Rutherford County library system. You know, I, I've never had an iPhone or an iPhone product even. Oh really? Yeah. I, um, I think I had a touch. Remember, uh, I don't know, more than a decade ago, they had like, uh, it was essentially an iPhone, but without the phone part. Um, it was an iPod, I guess. Yeah, little MP3 players yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, but yeah, but I, with but with a full touch screen, so it looked like an iPhone, but wasn't connected to anything. I I remember when the uh, the little MP3 players first came out. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was. Uh, it it was interesting yeah, because yeah. it was a new way to listen to music. Yeah, and you could put like ten songs on yeah, on they, them, and they uh, didn't hold much. Back no, then. Uh-uh. and and the quality has changed as well because over time they were able to put bigger and bigger files in there, mm-hmm. which, which means better quality of of whatever music yeah. you have. Yeah, and but and then we turn around and we pump the the higher quality audio through Bluetooth, which which yeah. uh, lowers the quality again. But you know, you you pay for convenience. Uh, you know, there's a lot to offer at the libraries these days in Rutherford County. And I'm curious, when you talk to other library systems at different events, do you find that they're keeping up with technology the same way that we are here, maybe in smaller communities? Is it the Absol- same? Absolutely. Um, uh, they're all striving to to keep up with technology. I mean, some, some places, some smaller counties don't have the resources necessarily to, but they're very interested in it. Um, I've had the opportunity to talk to multiple people about the Slate program that you and I were talking about earlier. And the the if you, the the bar for entry on that is is actually pretty low. Uh, you can you can get cheap Android tablets. You can get uh, cheap um, uh, cases to put them in, and then and then we just put a program called Big Launcher on them that kind of locked them down and only gave the user six buttons to start with, and that made it easier to adopt. Right. And I've I've talked with multiple smaller uh, counties about like the how achievable that is um if you you know if the friends of the library give you a little bit of money um but um and and you know the the rutherford county library is 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 forward thinking and 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 we've been funded well and and we we're appreciative appreciative of that but like you can't buy innovation so so like we've actually borrowed stuff from smaller libraries that just had a really good idea um, you know, uh, uh, I can think of at least one thing, uh, uh, some, some STEM programming that the Robertson County library had come up with and they're smaller than us, but it was a really good idea. So we, we asked them if we could borrow that idea and we've been using that at the tech, uh, uh, for a while now. And STEM programming is the big talk right now and has been for several years. And, you know, there's a lot of attention being paid towards getting more and more students involved in science and the math, uh, you know, at every level. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, and we and and we've even transitioned some to STEAM, which also includes art in, in the middle there. 
Um, but, but yeah, and, and, and we, we have a whole branch that's dedicated to, to STEM slash STEAM. Uh, the, the tech is always looking for ways to, um, to engage with people, uh, uh, on with STEM and STEAM. In fact, the, they have a, um, uh, this summer they have a free science workshop for rising second through sixth graders on June, uh, 28th and July 26th. Uh, and it's working with uh, uh, Glasgow Smith Klein Science and the Franklin Institute. Um, they're three-hour uh, workshops, and they're totally free. Uh, and they aim to inspire the next generation of scientists by inviting kids to practice their science skills and use real science tools. Um, and if you ha- if if anybody listening wants to know more, they can just email info tech at rclstn.org. And by the way, anybody listening who wants to know about different events coming up, you have an event calendar on the website, rclstn.org, and mm-hmm. there people can learn everything happening. Yeah, in fact, uh, I mean, it's it's pretty easy to get to, but it, if you wanted, you could just type in rclstn.org slash calendar, and that'll take you directly to it. E- even easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and again, with us this morning, Trey Gwynn, and in just a second, we're going to hear more about what's happening at the different library branches throughout Rutherford County, and we'll get to that in just a second. But as we close this morning, this part of the show, uh, if anybody wants to learn more about the new electronic online filing system, where can they get details on that? And do you have it kind of all spell it out for people to learn more on the website? Uh, it'll, it'll, all of that information as we make the transition will be on our website. Um, uh, that, that's the other thing. All of this is going to be integrated into the website. Um, but, uh, yeah, just keep an eye on there. That's, that's our best way of getting information. Um, also follow us on Facebook cause we're, we're trying to post some content that will help people, uh, learn to use this, the new system as well. Sounds good. Again, Trey Gwynn with us this morning with the Rutherford County Library System. Is there anything we left off, or do we pretty much cover it all? I we <laughs> I can't imagine anything else that we could cover right now. That's right. Anything we missed, it's going to be covered in the next segment where Absolutely. they're going to talk about tons of stuff. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Time right now, 839. More news and information is coming up. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Imagine life without the debilitating pain of knee osteoarthritis. Do you have pain when walking? My knee hurts so bad. Discomfort when going up or downstairs? Getting out of bed in the morning? It hurts to get up in the morning. You're not alone. The good news is there is a true breakthrough in treating disabling knee pain that may help you gain your life back again. Dr. Zach DeMartson of Aspiring Health Clinic offers cutting-edge treatment and technology that helps pain sufferers avoid knee replacement and stay active in their senior years. This breakthrough treatment is non-surgical and drug-free. Knee osteoritis won't go away on its own, and it will get progressively worse. Oh, my knee. So don't wait until you need assistance to get around. Call now for your consultation and examination. Call 629-231-8309. Again, 629-231-8309. Aspiring Health Clinic in Murfreesboro. 629-231-8309. 
Hi, this is Peter Demas. One of the things that we've done years ago is we've been able to do our orders, like our pastas and many other items, that we used to be able to put them in large pans. And now we have a catering team that will even deliver it to your home. We can drop it off for you, set it up, or they can come in and pick it up. Look up our catering menu on www.demasrestaurants.com. This is Peter Demas at Demas's Restaurant. 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Dan at Music World and Drummer's Den. Well, it turns out we have keyboards as well. We have Yamaha. We have beginner models up to ones that look good in your living room like furniture that, and all points in between traveling musician synthesizers and pianos. Well, what about drums? Do we have drums? We are Music World and Drummer's Den. 2762 South Church Street across from Indian Hills Golf Course. Hello from the Rutherford County Library System. This is Amanda bringing you library news and events from our five branches around the county and what's going on at your library system. The American Library Association applauds the Biden-Harris administration's steps announced to address the rise in book bans and other attacks on LGBTQIA Americans. In a fact sheet, the White House announced that the Department of Education will appoint a new coordinator to address the growing threat that book bans pose for the civil rights of students, among other steps to protect the rights of LGBTQIA Americans. ALA President Lessa Kanania Poa Palea Lozada released the following statement. In 2022, ALA recorded the highest number of attempted book bans on record. The vast majority sought to censor books written by or about LGBTQIA YA plus people and people of color. The ALA president states that there is no room in libraries for discrimination and that they support local libraries in resisting attempts to ban books by and about the experience of LGBTQIA plus persons. Individuals and organizations are encouraged to join the Unite Against Book Bans campaign to fight local efforts to ban books and undermine Americans' constitutionally protected freedom to read. Launched in 2022, Unite Fight Against Book Bans is a national initiative to empower readers everywhere to stand together in the fight against censorship. The campaign galvanizes community members to support libraries and respond to the surge in book challenges and other efforts to suppress access to information. And don't forget, the Rutherford County Library System is thrilled to announce the launch of a new online catalog. On Monday, June 26th, cardholders can search for books and materials using Aspen Discovery. You can find the new catalog just as you always have through our rclstn.org website. Once you enter the catalog, sign in using your RCLS library card number and PIN. You can see all formats of your favorite titles, including those available through our Libby, Hoopla, and Canopy apps. As you browse, you can keep track of what you've read, make lists for future use, and explore new titles and authors. Aspen also lets you rate titles, and once you've rated four items, you will find customized recommendations based on what you've enjoyed. As always, you can place and manage holds, view your checkouts and due dates, update your account information, and pay any fees. Don't hesitate to ask your local librarians any questions you may have in the coming days. There's so much to explore, imagine, and engage at RCLS with our new catalog interface. Now let's hear from Limeball U Services. 
Hello, this is Katie Turner, Youth Services Coordinator at Linebaugh Public Library. And this is Joabi Andrade, Youth Services Assistant at Linebaugh. All right, Joabi, we're a few weeks into the summer reading program. What do you think so far? It's been a blast having all our patrons and the kiddos hanging out with us during our events. It has been so much fun. We've been busy with daily events for our patrons at Linebaugh. We've got the Dewey Wind Wheel, Itty Bitty Story Times, Steam Events, Performers, All Ages Story Times, and Friday Family Films each week. Joabi, what's your favorite event we've done so far? It's been so much fun running puppet shows during our story times. Everyone loves the puppet shows. My favorite was crafting our All Together Now quilt that's currently hanging in the children's section. This year's summer reading theme is All Together Now, focusing on kindness, friendship, and unity. We've enjoyed working with our friends at Cannonsburg Village, the Master Gardeners Association, and the Tennessee Philharmonic Orchestra. We'd also like to give a shout out to our community partners. Thank you to the friends of Lineball Library, Dairy Queen, and McDonald's for sponsoring this year's summer reading program at the community level. We also need to thank our teen volunteers for all their hard work. Chances are, if you've come in for a program, you are greeted by teens either working the registration table or shelving returned books. Our teen volunteer program has been extremely popular this past year. If you are a teen between the ages of 13 and 18 and you need community service hours for school or clubs, please check out the volunteer section of Linebaugh's Teen Corner. The application to volunteer is posted one to two months in advance of each season, so look for the fall semester application to be posted in mid-July. Tweens and teens are also invited to our summer programs on Saturday afternoons. We have two interactive movies with snacks and an escape room coming up. Registration for the summer reading program is still ongoing through our website and at your local library branch. Participants who read 600 minutes will complete the program and earn a prize. That's just 20 minutes of reading per day for 30 days. The summer reading program ends July 22nd, but it's not too late to sign up. Don't miss out on our summer reading grand finale on Wednesday, July 19th from 10 a.m. to noon with Dandy DJ. We'll have a dance party, games, and crafts. We hope everyone will come in and join us in the All Together Now summer reading program this year. For more information about any of Lineball Library's programs, please contact 615-893-4131, extension 114, visit our Youth Services page at rclstn.org, or follow us for all of our events on the RCLS Facebook page. We hope to see you soon at Lineball. Hello, my name is Burl Beasley and I'm president of Friends of Lineball Library. And I would like to invite you to become a member of the Friends. In 2021, despite the pandemic, Friends raised more than $31,000 for Lineball Library, Myrtle Glanton Lord Library at Patterson Park, and the new Technology Engagement Center. Membership forms are available at the circulation desk in Lineball, Myrtle Glanton Lord, and the Tech, or email us at foalintheborough at gmail.com and we will get you a membership brochure. We look forward to your support. This is Garrett Crowell here to share with you some of the upcoming events at Limeball Public Library. July begins with a class from the Master Gardeners of Rutherford County at 9 a.m. on July 1st. You'll learn how to get rid of those pesky weeds as they will talk about how to identify them and learn to control them based on their life cycles. Alternatives to herbicides will also be discussed. These free classes continue on the first Saturday of each month through November. 
Registration is encouraged by visiting our rclstn.org website calendar. We have a couple of local authors who will be signing and selling their books in July. On Thursday, July the 13th, Christine Isley Farmer will be at Limebaugh from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. with her children's book series, Boomer's Tales. The series emphasizes the close bonds between humans and animals, kindness, teamwork, friendship, family, and music. Then, on Saturday, July the 29th, Violine Vilbert will be at Limebaugh from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. with her two books, The Impartial King and Women, What Do You See? We hope that you will take the time to visit and support our local Rutherford County authors. There are so many groups that meet at Limebaugh, from groups for book lovers, art enthusiasts, crocheters and knitters, to writers and magicians. Visit our website calendar at rclstn.org to find out more. Did you know June is Friendship Month? To celebrate, Friends of Limebaugh Library is offering a BOGO deal. Buy one, get one. That's right. During the month of June, you and your friend, or BBF, bookish best friend, who are non-members or new members may join Friends of Limebaugh Library for the price of one. Starting at the individual membership level, you and your bookish best friend may join for the single price of $20. $10 a piece. Not a bad price. You can find the membership forms at Limeball Library or go to Friends of Limeball Library and we have an online form there. Hi there, it's Kathleen Tyree, Branch Manager of the Technology Engagement Center, the shelfless branch of the Rutherford County Library System located next to Hobgood Elementary School in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You asked, so we listened. Monday Storytime is continuing throughout the summer, every Monday morning. Stop in and get literary with Ms. Catherine. There's a new summer D&D group on Wednesdays for tweens and teens ages 9 and up who want to try out role-playing games. No long campaigns, just a get-your-feet-wet, try-it-out kind of experience. Email the tech for more information. The Cryptid Club meets every third Sunday. It's a fun all-ages event where we discuss the folklore stories and theories surrounding sightings of phenomenal creatures. Come join us. Science on the Patio will begin the first Thursday in July. Mark your calendar and come experiment at the tech. We have the pop-up storybook walk back for the summer, so even if the library is closed, you can enjoy a story time together. Take a little ramble with the family and practice reading and counting skills. Books and Brews is the Tech's ebook club. We choose our titles using Hoopla, which is free with your library card, so there's no holds and no waiting, ever. We meet off-site, so find out more on the RCLS website under Book Clubs and on our Facebook group. The Seed Library at the Tech is still growing strong. We refill the collection weekly with seasonal seeds, Get your final round of summer crops in with the varieties that are ready and waiting for you. Garden with your library card this year. GSK Science in the Summer, in partnership with the Franklin Institute, is returning to the Tech this year. We have two events planned, one in June, one in July. These are free, three-hour workshops for rising second through sixth graders. 
The aim is to inspire the next generation of scientists by inviting kids to practice their science skills and use real science tools while having fun. This summer's Be a Physicist program invites your child to explore different forms of energy and use the principles of physics to solve real-world problems. Sign up now. Pre-registration is required for these programs. The two programs are the same, so just sign up for one of them. More details for our events can be found on the Rutherford County Library System website calendar, and we post to all social media. These programs are free and open to the public. The Rutherford County Library System comprises six branches and a bookmobile throughout Rutherford County, including Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Eagleville, Patterson Park, the Technology Engagement Center, and the newly opened Historical Research Center. And remember, all RCLS events are free and open to the public unless otherwise stated. Please check our calendar at rclstn.org and social media for a full list of virtual and in-person programming and events. For a list of everything heard here today and for more information, please call 615-893-4131 or visit rclstn.org. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender.